If you can stop talking for 10 seconds, that would be fantastic. Hello and welcome to Carnival Personnel. I'm Jacques. Ah, uh, this is Biff, and uh, I'm Joe. And and you know, gay, hey, everybody, stop the presses. <laughs> you have just witnessed. You've just laid, um, bore witness to a, a historic moment. Um, one that will probably never happen again. This is like the Halley's Comet of podcasting. Jacques opened a Carnival Personnel podcast episode a straight mainline episode without two opening jokes. He did it. He did it. Hooray. Hey, Biff. Yeah. Yeah. Why do women Yo! <laughs> Why do women rub their eyes in the morning? Why are we doing this? We just got done with the perfect opening. Why why do women whatever? Why do they do it? Uh, they don't have balls to scratch. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, it tis tis the season. Biff, what do you call people? Who are afraid of Santa Claus? Claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Damn it. Claustrophobic. Ah. Hey, Biff. You didn't wait. <laughs> that was for Biff, not you. And thank you for reminding me that I forgot to do the joke. Hello, everybody. I gave myself a leg cramp. Can I leave now? Everybody. Are we done? And welcome to Carnival Personnel. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, oh, Joe. All right, here we go. Right into it. We just spent the last, however long it was, we just recorded next week's sideshow. And it was a modification of the uh, kill, Mary fuck thing where we had to, we gave each other, here's three things we know you love. Here's the name of your three children. You can only pick two. It was a lot of fun. But uh, I'm not going to give too much away. Um, but a couple people on this podcast, other than me, uh, worked really hard to hurt me, to <laughs> to to what whatever was left of my soul after the first ex-wife. <laughs> they 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 reached deep inside, pulled oh. it out. At least we didn't go like you know, like really like you know, you know, like kind of gross. Like you know, we didn't do like you know, you want your eyesight. Your hearing or your mouth, <laughs> you know, stuff right. like that. We, we didn't we didn't include any relatives. No, yeah. no. Because no. and, 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 you know, we did not set any ground rules for it. Yeah. But kudos on the both of you that uh, we didn't. We didn't go down that. You know, we didn't really do the Sophie's choice. You know what right. I mean? Uh, but, but I wanted it, to hurt you in the spirit of the holiday season. Dude, yeah. You, 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 you hurt me <laughs> in ways that honestly. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking. 
I'm thinking, you know, Mother's Day 1975 rings a bell as far as the level of hurt in my life. Um, and this podcast, <laughs> next week's podcast. I was I was tempted to do a holiday themed one where I said, okay, one has to go. It's a wonderful life. Oh, Scrooged. Oh. Or, you know, elf. Yeah, see, and 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 Joe threw out a couple of those, and I told him, "Hold on, let me put on my invisible pedestrian outfit and walk around the highway for twenty minutes, and I'll come back and answer." There were some really hard ones. It's good. It's really, I I can't wait to edit it. It was a lot of fun. You well, no, guys, no, no, you have to answer. It's a wonderful life. No, 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 that would be, you know what? <laughs> or we'll, 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 we'll make this an annual event. <laughs> you can bring that back, Ben. You've hurt me enough. It's time to move on. But next week's podcast sideshow should be a lot of fun. Um, I choose Elf. <laughs> as do i but. uh yeah i i love it love it but you know that you gotta go elf, yeah, it wasn't, gotta it wasn't go so hard yeah um not alf elf oh elf. <laughs> oh all right <laughs> remember the last episode of hell anyways yeah. um joe i found the gold huh? i know you've been clamoring for it when joe and i first talked about doing this podcast about what was it? Well, we've been doing about six, seven months now, Joe. About that, that sound about that sound about right. Yeah, uh, because I longer. I have a problem. Guys, back up. Tell another story before you tell this story, Jock. It's like seven years ago. I had a seven-year-old, and he comes downstairs with Dan and I at jam. He goes, "Oh, I have a song," and he just started singing this. Zombies are attacking the world. He made up a song. It was great. We jammed yep. along to it. He does about two verses of it and he stops and he goes, wait a minute, we should go get like fans and an audience and then play. <laughs> and Dan looks at him and goes, oh, you are such a father's kid. Like I was booking <laughs> shows like when Dan and I got together, we knew like three covers and one original and I got us a gig. <laughs> He's like, what's your story? So Joe and I start talking about this and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do a podcast because podcasts weren't new, new, but six years ago, seven years ago, people weren't doing it as much. And I'm like, why don't we do it, but also do a cable access version of it that I can get <laughs> syndicated and plucked because of YouTube and all these things. And we even, and, and Joe, and Joe gave me that look he's giving me now, like, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, you're not a very good person. No. But I did. I dragged him down. We met with the guy at the cable station. He actually came on one of the first few podcasts. Uh, it was it was fun. It was fun. I found the opening monologue and show breakdown. Had I been able to drag you down and and, and do it, I did. I I will post it. <laughs> it's uh why it's, it's you're right. You know what? No, I'll just That's, send it to you. But uh, I save that I, for your manifesto right before your <laughs> rampage. Put it in a jar. Buried in your backyard. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, what? Bury it with all my other hopes and dreams of what could have been nice. But didn't you hurt me enough <laughs> next week's podcast? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, I want to say, I'm only going to say this once, and I mean this. This is not hyperbole, and I'm going to say it. The new folks here. The new folks here. I wish I could get that excited over nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's just kind of spontaneous publicity that gets somebody noticed right here. David. Tom you know, Johnson, we get, David yeah, we Johnson. get those two. And I kind of wonder, like, who the heck uses it? Like, I you know? haven't seen. Honestly, I went to the mailbox the other day and I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I have no, no, no we idea. It, we get it once a year. <laughs> we haven't. We've lived at this place six years. I don't know the last time I've now granted. It's just the yellow pages. Yep. 
but I can't. Whoa, whoa, believe... yeah. Yellow Pages. Are you... I'm sorry. Uh, never mind. <laughs> like, like, hey, wait a like, second. Sure you're, just not, you're not making another you know, racial joke. Right. I... <laughs> no, let's, see. let's see. My wife's in here. Oh. Biff, Biff, you're in there. Oh, there's a whole Hello Kitty section. Anyway, these restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> laundromats. Uh, oh, jeez. Keep oh, them coming. Let's, let's see. Oh, uh, oh look, no, look at I'm going to. Oh, right here. This sounds delicious. Nurseries. Uh, I'm going to order the uh, cream of some young guy. Oh, math tutors. <laughs> uh, weird. No driving school. <laughs> Why did you make me say these things? What? That's right. Yeah, you're gonna victim blame now. So you know, <laughs> you know, you made you made that funny, um, you know, um, you know, you made that joke about the, you know, the, you know, the restaurant name. You know, there is a Young Dong restaurant in um, in L.A. Like walking distance from the Wiltern. Right. Oh, Young uh, Dong. James and I joke about it all the time. Are we gonna go go check out the Young Dong? You know, hey now. Uh, but I did. I, I opened it. I'm like, dude. I looked at my watch, which is weird because I don't wear a watch. And I'm like, did, did, did I go back in time? Which uh, still exists in Joe's world. Apparently so with those <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah, those were pre-2016 jokes, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I, I, I got the phone book and instantly there was nobody there. But I swear, as as Batman is my judge, I started jumping up and down <laughs> as I ran it. And for an audience of me, you know, my dogs were not impressed. Um, <laughs> you should have filmed it. Gosh darn it! I, I, dude, I, I, I'm opening the phone book and pointing to my name in it. You know, I, <laughs> now granted, you know, I rang the doorbell. Next, uh, next time, do it with the uh, with the dog biscuits in your hand, and then they got your full attention. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Uh, if i die anyways um speaking of die oh that's not even funny uh i had an uncle passed away this week not a leading to a joke i got a call from my mom and she's like oh yeah your uncle gary died and it's weird when you lose somebody in your family who's a blood uncle who's your mother's brother who you have absolutely no contact with like he didn't exist in our world until my early teens he he had a very colorful past we'll say um he had to move around a lot. I didn't know this until my mom's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And she, I said, well, he came, he would come up to visit. He lived in Florida like the last 20 years. And he is incredibly close to my, one of my aunts. Like he's close to my mom, but really, really since childhood, incredibly close to my, my one of my other aunts. And, and my first thing was, and I talked to my sister and I even talked to my brotherhood. I talked to much and I'm like, our first thought is, How's Aunt Diane doing? Like, it's like she lost her husband like eight years ago. And it's like, and that was bad, but losing him. And and I said, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Was it a COVID thing? My mom said, no, X, Y, and C. She goes, yeah, he was really worried about COVID because remember, he only had one lung. I'm like, what? Oh, oh my goodness. Why do you have one lung? He goes, some oh. details that are skipped, right? <laughs> well, she, she, she assumed that I knew when we lived yeah. in Buffalo, when I was like three or four running from the police, he got shot. And lost a lot. Oh wow! Oh no, he he uh, lead poisoning. He, yeah, exactly. He lead died of lead poisoning. Shut. Did he sue for lead poisoning? Uh, you know, no, nah, you know, it's uh, I don't think it's an OSHA thing. He, he might have been working, but maybe not an OSHA covered uh, incident. And, and so he, yeah, so so it's it's weird. You know, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, I had an uncle die two years ago, and uh, 
And that, that, that was, I was closer to that guy, but it, it's okay. just weird when you to that guy. <laughs> and, well, and now like, you know, now it's like, oh, there was, there were six of them. Now there's four left. And it's like, oh. yeah, you, that more, you, the, those thoughts that you have that you're like, yeah, I hope. Yeah. So wait, your uncle lived for 50 years on one lung. Yeah. Yeah. Badass, man. Oh, th- and this guy was a badass. I mean, we're talking. He was shot by the cops. He was. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was about four or five years ago. He's doing something stupid. He's in his seventies now. And he's, he did something. I don't know the whole detail, but he was running from cops and it's like going down. An alley. He tried to climb over a fence. He got about halfway up and he couldn't do it. And the cop, I guess, was just watching him to see if the guy. <laughs> and my uncle Gary says, it was like, yeah, I guess old habits die hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember as a kid, I told you guys I had an, I had one uncle who uh, the other one who died a couple years ago, um, a very big guy, a former boxer, like a prize fighter, boxer, big guy. Uh, on Sunday, I every other weekend I spent at his house. And on Sunday evening, uh, before he dropped me off, we would drive around the city of Everett, uh, making a bunch of pickups for people who weren't good at. Picking out the right football team. Uh, mm. My uncle wasn't the guy who drove to your house if you won. <laughs> he was the guy who drove to your house if you lost. And he used to talk about his brother. Like, like he would tell stories. We'd be driving. He goes, yeah, your Uncle Gary's not allowed in there anymore. He threw a guy through that window once. And it's, it's like, <laughs> I, it wouldn't have I been su- so good. I was going to say, I assume you're telling these stories at the funeral. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, well, geez. so my... I'm going to move on. Lost, by the way. I'm going to move on. <laughs> it. I'm going to move on in a second. But I told the old joke at my grandfather's funeral. This is true. Twenty years ago, I was telling my cousin every time I see her, she brings it up. My grandfather had three kids, and I told her the story, and she's hook, line, and sinker. She is. She's dialed in. She is captivated her audience. I'm like, yeah, you know, Grandpa always thought, you know, he might need some walking around money up there, so he told each of his son. You know, slip a hundred bucks in my pocket when you lean down to kiss me at my funeral. So Uncle Buck goes up, puts a hundred bucks in his pocket, kisses his dad goodbye, move on. Uncle Dennis, the middle son, you know, slips a hundred bucks in his pocket, kisses his forehead, and moves on. Uncle Gary goes, takes out the two hundred dollars, puts in a check for three hundred, kisses his head, and, and my cousin's like, and then when she realizes it, it's, she's like, "How are you making jokes?" And I'm like. I, and I told her the truth. I said, I told that to about grandpa about three weeks ago. And he threw me, my grandfather threw me out of the hospital because he couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he literally wouldn't stop laughing. And the people came in because machines are peeping. And he's like, Stanley, which is not my name. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he always called me that. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so it's really weird when when, when that happens. I'm, I, I should be sad. You know, but I'm sad for my aunt's loss, but not so sad enough where it uh it made me skip breakfast. <laughs> so, but I think we established on next week's podcast I'm not a good person <laughs> based on the holiday that I picked. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, you know, uh, my stand up update. Um, what does my notes say? Still suck, <laughs> mm-hmm. but at least I found a place close to do it. So at least once a week. Yeah, I've been schlepping out an hour away to. Worcester once or twice a week. And then I found Worcester. Worcester. Oh, well, I was going to Ralph's on Tuesday 
which was kind of fun. I did that for the first couple months, but then I found a place on Monday that does it at seven and this place across town that does it at nine. So I can double up and do it. But then I oh. found out this one in Lowell and I went like, so the place I go on Monday, it's called the hitching post. If there's eight people in the room, one of them's a bartender and the other seven are, you know, doing this little yuck fest. Uh, funny enough, I'm not the worst one. And I, uh, again, looking at notes, suck. <laughs> so I went to this one in Lowell the other day. It's called The Safe. Dude, the place was packed. There was like wow. 18, 19 names on the list. Wow. After the first hour, a <clears throat> second MC host takes over because it's just so much work, you know, doing it all. Right, 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 right. And it seems like, you know, everybody wow. brings like a couple friends. I mean, it was packed, packed. And in Worcester, honestly, let's let's say I've done it 15 times out there. 12 of them could have been mistaken for proud boy gatherings. Oh, all, guy, all guys in there, you know, but all look like me, you know, all like, except I'm the old guy. But most yeah. of them are late 20s, early 30s. All most of them bearded, uh, most <laughs> of them like you know, bearded, uh, heavy set, not all, but you know, even, even, but honestly, there's there's maybe six different yeah. the diversity is six different versions of white. Uh, there, and the whole time I've gone to Worcester, I've seen three women comics, two women comics, one of them showed up at two different places over two months apart, and honestly, got the reception that you would think a bunch of white guys in Worcester on a Monday night would give them like the real respect. Those uh, are the guys that like uh, have their social media profiles, uh, you know, the photo in the car with the shades guys. Is that what you're talking about? I mean, they're really not. I mean, a lot of them are good guys and, and everybody <laughs> has a couple lines, but it looks like one of those things. Uh, the diversity outreach hasn't been that effective. This one in Lowell that I went to, I mean, honestly, it half the comics were people of color, uh, a, uh, well, you got a, you got a very diverse city. Maybe twenty yeah. percent, you yeah. know, women, and you know, there was a, there was a transgender, you know, woman there who fucking killed it, oh. like absolutely, absolutely fucking killed it. And I was like, yeah, uh, like I'm still going to go to the other place, you know, because I can get two sets in a one day. Plus, you <laughs> know, nobody will, you know, remember you. For, you no. know, like you, like, you know, but, you but might actually I, run into these people at Lowell. Well, no. What, so I thought that it's like, OK, so what I'm going to do, I, I, you know, I have a, I, now I'm going to try to put a system in place and be more methodic about it. It's like the hitching post, all new shit, like the stuff that isn't ready that that, you know, I want to just work out new stuff. The second place I go that night is going to be more ready for prime time. And then what I do on Tuesday at the second set is what I'll do or Monday, the second set I'll do on Tuesday. Lol. So it's more. Because it's more of a real audience. You get more of a real feel. It's like, okay, I know it's not funny, but let's find out how not funny it is in front of yeah. a diverse crowd. <laughs> you know, so yeah. uh, nice. so that, that's, that's yeah. it. What, what are you guys up to? What have you been up to? I got a lot of work to do, Jock. It's just been a busy, busy, it's going to be a busy, busy month of work, Jock. So. And you don't have there any more travel for work. You're you're just all Yeah, you know, it's just I think it's just kind of, you know, client dependence. You know, some of my coworkers travel, but I do not. You know, we'll see if you know future projects will have travel, but you know, whatever. And Joseph, now that Portugal's out of the World Cup, what's keeping you off the street? Oh, you know, Japan is out too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but they had a great run. Uh yeah, that's what I hear. I didn't watch it. 
you know, I, I mean, I don't think they were expected to go two two rounds. They went two rounds deeper than a lot of people thought they were. Nobody had them in the Sweet Sixteen, so oh, that's good, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but but Portugal. I mean, I know I know you're devastated, you know, and all those guys are now shipped back to the Azores, and um. <laughs> yeah. I know though that, that the island is sinking now because it's there, it's too weighted down from all the people that are now on the island. Yeah. Um, what am I doing? I, I'm uh, just try. I'm sweating over what to do for Christmas because I just hate giving. You know what I mean? Like just the, the act of thinking about other people and giving presents and bringing joy to others. Mm, it just runs a, a chill runs down my spine. Yeah. Every then if that was true, why would you? text me the other day just to make sure i was up on spirited oh you, yes you went out of your way to make sure that i if i went back in the text it was something like a new christmas classic you loved it yeah you know what's funny i and i didn't really start watching them so we jenna and i were my wife my wife uh were watching the movie together but i was actually like working on putting the tr the tree up and stuff and i wasn't really paying attention to the first po portion of the movie so i've only really seen two-thirds the last two-thirds of spirited uh, so i have to go back and re-watch it just to get the entire movie um experience but it, i yeah spirited is a great movie jacques you're you're your two-minute review, which will turn into a five-minute review. Yeah, do you know about Ryan this? Biff? <laughs> Biff, do, do you know about this? I know about the movie, but uh, you know, I not not we, seen it. I don't. I think it's on one of the ones like HBO or something like that, or one of the ones that I don't subscribe to. So it's also on Mike's Plus. You know, you guys don't. Know I don't know. What, I don't know what it's. I don't. I, I know it's. It, on, I don't know which one, where it's streaming. But we talked about it briefly on the last mainstream podcast it was on apple tv plus apple tv okay yeah we don't yeah. have apple tv it is um yeah it's ron reynolds and and, and will farrow right. the the it's just another version of a christmas carol yeah they found it's great like what scrooge did what 35 years ago when scrooge t took a completely different take on a 150 year old story um they they took a completely new take on this they modernized it um and it's a musical it's a musical and the yeah. songs are bangers they are the dancing it's like yeah and, and, and as we talked about there's a great clip of will farrow and ryan reynolds doing one of the big elongated dance numbers right. they're, they're rehearsing it's just them and a couple dances in a huge sound stage and his wife you know somebody put it out it's like can you get pregnant while you're pregnant because it was <laughs> such so a did la la land for, uh, kind of uh revive this forum or La La Land yeah. was the musical, right? We Over, yeah. yeah. Over yeah. the last few years, though, like, you know, like Hamilton and, you know, well, well, Hamilton's really. a little bit West different. Right? No, you know. no, no. But the whole it's a yeah. musical and, and and that that transcended Broadway. Yeah. Like because yeah. it, it Chicago, I think, was even before that. Right. Oh, yeah. That was like but like both of those are, you know, stage shows that they or adapted to movies. Right. Right. But the whole well, like Hamilton, when you take a Broadway show that has bled yeah. into mainstream everything yeah. and people reference it and everything well, but you know, yeah i mean yeah there's been plenty of broadways to you know movies but that's and, I, I i think that that's an anomaly whereas you know you know you start off doing the you know this hey is we're gonna original. do a musical on this and on yeah film. but it's this is one of those fun things it's such an old story we all know the story hold on 
no, we don't. Yeah, they took. They, there's a couple times where you're like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then, well, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> In fact, it didn't happen at all. It didn't come close to happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was great. I, I honestly, I'll probably watch it two or three more times this month. Uh, I'm not going to say if I did or didn't cry. That, that, that part at the end didn't get to you at all, right? No, nope. n- not one not, bit. Nope. Completely fine. Yes. The horrid desert. <laughs> right. Yes. You're, you're, that Kleenex box was unopened. No. Well, there was a Kleenex Actually, box. Actually, there was a Kleenex. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was, was maybe a catalyst reaction. for that. Uh, all I can say is uh, meow. <laughs> but it was, it was, it's absolutely, absolutely. And I love when, you know, when, when people like, oh, everything's a remake, everything's a reboot, everything's a retread. Yeah. This is a 150 year old story that they, Brought into the modern world and such an old showbiz. I mean, it's a grand 1940s, absolutely big set, big dance number. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah. if, 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 if it's available to download, like to rent or something, like a lot of those things are highly recommended. Uh, but yeah, but 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 Joe, yep. who hates Christmas, Hate it. gave Hate me it. the heads up and says, hey. You know, you know who could use a little Christmas spirit right now? My good old buddy Jacques. I was Either trying that... to think, like, what what man child really loves Christmas <laughs> in his fifties? And I thought, yes, Jacques. Who I can make cry <laughs> like his dad did who, on Mother's who, Day, nineteen seventy-five. Who wishes he could get pregnant by Ryan Reynolds? Ah, yes, Jacques. Uh, wait, no, hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking at the list of who does it. You're right. You, you, not a lot of names on the list. Not, not a lot of names. You've proved uh, another point there. Uh, you know what? I had Weird Al, but I don't think we've. You haven't seen the rest of the Weird Al movie, have you? I, yeah, I saw the first half, and it was really. You know, I enjoyed it immensely. But I guess maybe I should just shut up and see if what Joe has to say. Right? No, I no. talked to Joe beforehand, and I think we should put a pin in it till you see the rest of it, and we have can see do a sideshow. Yeah, and it's great. Okay, it's yeah. everything. It's I've everything. It of course, you have. Yeah, yeah I, I made the mistake of watching it on like a, uh, I think it was a Saturday night after I started drinking, and it wasn't that early. <laughs> so hey, I thought you watch this. Oh, this is really great. I'm gonna fall asleep, <laughs> and so, so well, I got to the point where essentially, you know, and obviously I'm not giving any away, any anything away when I say this, but basically it was in the point where like essentially Weird Al was was essentially high on on the success of Eat It. So that that's kind of the you know time point in the movie where I kind of This is a song I wrote to get in this is a song. Well, no, 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 homeless drifter I wrote to get in a No, he's telling he's making a reference to another sketch. But uh yeah yeah anyways but yeah I mean Joe I would I would like to table it and and do a full Right. Full sideshow on this, if you don't yes. mind, Joe. Okay, I don't mind. So we'll wait until the next weird. I think I could, I made. could probably get it done by the next, uh, the two weeks from now. So okay. I'll make a, I'll make a pledge to watch the rest by by two weeks from now. The first sideshow of the new year. Yes, yeah, because because we 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 do we do a a year end wrap around for like the next thing and what we're looking forward All to. Right. But the first sideshow, okay. Weird Al is going to get the carnival personnel bump. Yes, he is. He's That's oh right. man, those streaming numbers. Oh, they, they're going to get a second season. Um, so this just came across the plate after I, I tragedy, the band that I absolutely love mm-hmm. is touring with steel Panther yeah. Yeah. and they're coming to my beloved Worcester and uh, management texts me and she's like, Hey, do you want to get a table with like, you know, 
our friend Mike, who also who who brought tragedy, and Joe brought plenty of tragedy to my world. Um, this next podcast. week's podcast, yeah, thank you. But next week's podcast specifically. Um, but yeah, so so and Mike's like, oh, I already got general mission tickets. I'm like, well, get rid of them. And and and, and the wife's like, oh yeah, you can get a table of four down front for like you know three hundred bucks. And she's like, you know, tell Mike, it's like 75 bucks a person. So, of course, I tell that's Mike, bad. it's a table of four for 300 bucks. That's 100 for you, 100 for your wife, 100 for my wife. I'm going free. <laughs> you know? And uh, but we're going to do that. So so and then sadly, look, the tragedy is like the the first band of three in Steel Panther. And Biff and I, yeah. we've talked about this on the podcast, metal school was different than Steel Panther. And Steel Panther, the last time I saw them, the people they used to make fun of, the bros, the the frat yeah. boys, packed the place, yeah. and they did 90% originals, which is just over the top, over the top, over the top misogynistic. It was one thing when they were covering 80. It, it, literally, it's, it's, it literally is going to a Colbert show and you know seeing all the Q guys show up. It really yeah. is that. And, and and it was and so so I'm I'm I told her it's like well definitely I'm all in for tragedy all in for tragedy and I'll stick around for the first few shows first songs of Steel Panther if they're doing eighty covers and they're hilarious and it's what it was at the Viper Room what it was you know at whiskey and stuff like that yeah. But uh, but that just just yeah. that just popped before we went on. So uh, yeah, yeah, because I haven't seen them in like. Wow, probably six or seven years because they went. Uh, they played the. They were the last uh, 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 act to play at the House of Blues in Hollywood before they tore it down. Oh, that's and pretty so great. they they made a huge deal out of it, and you know so and but you know it was the old Steel Panther where they played only a couple of their originals, but mostly covers because they had so many guests. And Lexi was still there, right? Right, of course they would. And so yeah. and that was always a fun thing about seeing them L.A. because. Every single time Biff and I saw them, and I don't yeah. know how many times we saw them or you saw them, every single time somebody got up. And that was great. Yeah, they, had, they had a, this net full of uh, blow-up dolls and, you know, underwear. Yeah. And they, you know, and I was right up front. I'm literally right up front, right front row. And this all comes raining down on me. And it's, and they're like, I'm, you know, it's like coming into my hands and say, like, what the fuck am I going to do with like some random bra? Like, you know, why would I want, you know, so, you know, like, you know, I check and all these people are like chasing after. Oh, my. He's like, yeah, no, no. That's a, hey, that's a hard one to explain to the that, there, There's a Japanese vending machine that that could be. Made. <laughs> I didn't say it was used. Uh, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not they, yet. Look, they don't know you, Warren. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, hey, you know, aside from absolutely nothing, I had this. I had this thought on the way over, uh, yeah. but but seriously, is there a better barometer for who somebody is than the way they treat wait staff, or just in general, like you know, essentially, uh, you know, food service staff, like you know, whatever. It yeah. could be a barista, it could be a fast food, you know, you know, but, but order shaker, right? Yeah, right. But but more like in a restaurant, because when you sit down, you're engaging with this person for a half hour to an hour. Yeah, and and you might have the worst life in the world. No power over anything, but for this small window of time, you hold a slight yeah. bit of dominion over somebody. Yeah. How I, honestly, I was out with my boys the other day and just kind of listening to a jackass a couple tables yeah. away. Like if, if something sucks, you send it back. If it's wrong, you can be polite about it. But honestly, and I pointed out to them, I'm like, for my two cents, 
I think the best barometer to who somebody is as a yeah. person is how they treat somebody when they have a little power yeah. over them. I mean, yeah. like re- retail store return lines is another one, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Joe? If you you well, Joe worked. You know, he ran at nineteen. He's running a KB a KB toys into uh, the ground. I, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> how they do on these things, Joe? Like that under your tutelage? No, but it's like you know the way, like just some of the stories that you had. It's like, yeah, you're pretty. Yeah, the public is pretty shitty, but especially at a restaurant where yeah. you have to keep like if you're buying something, you're exchanging something in a store and the person is a is a dick about it or whatever. But at a restaurant where you have to have this person interact with you three to four times over the course of the meal, how you are to that person, I think, really tells. Oh, uh, as Joe likes to say, uh, as Joe likes to say, doing his Paul McCartney voice. As Joe likes to say, you, you are not a good person. Oh, that's not Paul McCartney. Oh, I uh, see. That's how bad of an impersonation it is. It's Stewie. Oh, my goodness. Stewie Griffin. Stewie. You, oh, you're not, you're not a good, good person. person. But that's Stewie Griffin doing his version of Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. actually doing Rex Harrison. But anyways, <laughs> we're getting off topic here. Yes. Yeah, so, right. But I mean, there are people like that are just like who've never worked a day in their life or, you know, got to where they were by, you know, being white and um <laughs> you know basically think that okay i have a little bit of money and power here so i'm going to exert my white maleness it's because it's typically like i mean I, maybe i'm discriminating maybe i'm thinking that only white guys are complete assholes at these restaurants but um they like they they also assume that like well they're just doing their jobs you know like you know i'm not going to be nice to them just because they're doing their job right like, well at the same time, we were they the restaurant industry has it structured so that they're not actually getting paid based on salary or hourly wages versus you know um, tips like you know right. and that's the other thing is like they withhold tips and all that stuff. So no, it's guess, it's awful. It's a it's, pretty yeah. it's a pretty yeah. shitty industry. So I say that's why uh, you know don't go to restaurants. Just <laughs> please. Oh no, uh, wait, that's the wrong message. God. So let's talk about something happy, uh, Brittany. Uh, Griner, Griner, yeah, Griner is uh, a a freed woman as of uh, well, this drops on on Monday. Uh, so yeah, she's at the weekend. You know, um, yeah. she, she's back in the states, and um, I, I, it's just so funny how, and I don't, I want to stay positive. It's great they got her back. Uh, they had to trade a really shitty person to get her yeah. a one on one straight up trade, no player to be named later. <laughs> um. Yeah. A good, you know, good. I, well, I, good I, for Brittany Griner, but right. actually bad for Brittany Griner. You know why? Because obviously, I mean, oh Putin, yeah, Putin basically said, "Oh, this is the perfect person we could use as a political uh, yep. prisoner, right. and uh, a pawn to get this real piece of shit yep. back and back on our side." And we won't mention who is specifically doing it, but oh man, the misogyny, the racism, the absolute villainization <sighs> of her by about. Four- Eight percent of this country. Why don't you know, we mention specifically? I want specifics. Let's uh, mention specifics. No, and it's just like I said, the most awful, awful. And it's like, yes, there's a there's a another American over there that's been over there for a lot yeah, longer. Paul Whelan, yeah, yeah. And it's okay, funny because right? yeah, all, all, all the people who are like saying, "Well, why didn't you get him? He's you know, she took a knee during the anthem and he served." It's like, well, first of all, all the people saying that 
one person in particular probably could have had this happen four years ago. I'm not going to mention any names, but maybe somebody who lived at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue who was um, real good friends with the was really good friends with him. You know, he could have made that happen. And then when you look up who that guy is, yeah, that's not a really great guy. Like, I, look, I'm not happy. You know, any Americans cap like he should be in jail, but just not in jail in Russia. I mean, he's a really not great guy. Uh, but the whole I would thing, say, I would say this. I think the best response came from the you know Paul Whelan's brother, who said, you know, um, when you were in power and you could have done something about it, you know, the, those two years uh, when he was in prison, you never said his name once. And you're now blurting out his name, you know, 16 times in the, you know, in the last, you know, six hours because of this. It's like, yeah, you know, go, go sit down. So we can't have a little good news without bad news. And the second thing that I wanted to bring up in the good news category is uh, the voters of Georgia. I'm sorry, looking at the notes. The black voters of Georgia came through again <laughs> and um, and voted, you know, voted for Warnock. It, you know why it was so close. Should it have been so close? Those are different discussions for a different yep. day. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. But but with the gerrymandering, with the restrictive voting, they came out in droves. They got it done. Uh, we had about 24 hours of, hey, isn't this great? And then Kirsten Cinema decided to be uh, looking at notes. Kirsten Cinema. Um, I don't even want to talk about her being awful, but it's great that Warnock won again. He's in there for six years. Um I mean, but the cinema thing doesn't change anything, right? I mean, it's it 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 really doesn't change anything. It's just a label, right? She was never a true. She never Democrat. voted. She, right, and like the, the, just like Mansion, right? I mean, yeah, it's like well, her, that, well, her her voting record was basically like a Republican, so she right. almost never voted on the side of well, the. Well, and and who was and who was the woman who just before the election switched parties? The one from Hawaii. Um, are oh, you talking uh, about um, yeah, like Tulsi Gabbard? Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. Gabbard, Tulsi yeah. Gabbard. You know, yeah. But, but Gabbard. it was one of those things. It's yeah. like, can you not let the good guys have a two days of celebrating or feeling good about it without you? I mean, and that's that's everybody's complaint about her and Mansion. It's like the day after, like Seth Meyers said, you know, it means the Democrats are in power, but it also means the presidency of Joe Manchin comes to an end. Um, well, yeah. anyways, it's awful, but good for them. I mean. I saw so many people online saying, oh, I can't believe it's so close and he's awful. Walker's awful. And it's true. But the Herculean effort that the voters of Georgia had to do to get him over the finish line. Yeah. And it, and this is the fourth election in two years he's had to win. Yeah. So, I mean, the with, problem the problem is, is that the state is still run, you know. Right. Right. But right. so like, you know, the, they're, they're going to squeeze that, you know, voting law even more. Right. I was going to, you know, I was going to open with one of those. So this black guy and you walk into the Capitol and thank God for the voters of Georgia that they did. But you're right. <laughs> but the governor and that's and again, because of everything that Kemp, the governor, was able to yep. put in place, it assured that he was going to win. It assured that the lieutenant governor was going to yep. win. Yep. So the fact that they were able to do this great on the vote, great on the black yep. voters yep. and black women of Georgia, when you look at yep. the numbers, um, the sheer numbers that came out and voted and the percentage that voted. I mean, our constitution is being saved once again by that voting block. And we are so lucky that they did. And uh, you should not? read uh there's a great thread by Michael Harriet, where he uh, actually talks about several times over history where the constitution was similarly threatened. It's a great thread. So is that, is that on uh on the Twitter feed? On Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael Harriet's a the, great, great pharaoh. Some Apollo. people think that the, the the Constitution shouldn't even exist anymore. Well, well who, who, are there, who are those people, Joe? I'm, I'm looking, I, I don't know. They just they, they, they love that's, that's the Taliban, right? It's the Taliban that's they this? love right. shredding government documents. This wow. these you know, people. I, well, I I I think that's all a fraud. Speaking yeah. of fraud, fraud. <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's seven, a tough one. Ugh. Seventeen counts. Guilty uh, on uh, all uh. counts. Seventeen I mean, counts. Uh, <laughs> Huh. I keep, we keep talking about the walls closing it's, in. It's, it's, like, it's the witch hunt, James. It's the witch, it's, it's witch hunt job. Right. Another another case that the Trump organization lost. And I love that. It's like, when do the walls no, close? No. Like, Trump University, guilty of fraud. Trump charity, guilty of fraud. Trump organization, guilty of fraud. Trump, raise a bird. <laughs> right. And by the way, blame the Jew. Oh, yeah. Ooh. No, he is right. Yeah. 100%. Um, this was all the Jewish guy's fault. I one hundred percent. Right. I, I hardly knew him. Well, he was not talking about his son-in-law, by the way. No, no. He, he was a coffee boy. Hardly knew him. You know. Uh, never liked him. You know. Never met him. <laughs> you know. We shared an elevator once, but that's kind of good news. Biff, you don't have any stories. You know. No, no crime there. this week because um I forgot to. Uh, read, you know, there's no crime. It. That's what there's you're no saying. There is crime. No you know, the crime. crime has been you know. The usual stuff, you know, stealing from, you know, unmanned uh, retail stores, you know, because in Japan, that's like a really a thing, you know, a lot of them. They have it in this country, too, by the way. It's not like it's a uniquely Japanese thing. Any well, fashion don't... crimes? <laughs> hey well that's well, a constant there. Don't 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 skirt past the uh people using a hot plate plugging into an outlet outside of seven eleven. I mean uh, yeah, electricity stuff. That's a that's a different one. Yeah. Shake the into the, the core. I, I really I really love the you know the 70 year old guy that was busted by the police for essentially pouring um you know whatever a large sized amount of coffee into a medium sized coffee cup. It's like <laughs> It's like the fact that they'll call the police and the police would actually come. I love that 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 ha- like somebody did that in Japan and was found and you know arrested, yeah. and yet the um, power grid is under attack, literally by assailants with guns shooting mm-hmm. out power stations, and nobody can find these people. It's like you know we're all topsy turvy on this side of the the pond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, January sixth, there was a bomb planted by. Uh, Kamala Harris's office still haven't found the person who did it. You know, no. they still they still haven't found Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, they they have no idea. Um, no, I'm not apologizing. I'm not, no, I, 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 I 100% didn't ask uh, you to. Uh, yeah, so, so let's dive right into uh, some more good news. In the video game world, um, I did not know this until the last 24, 48 hours by the time this dropped. Okay. Um, there's a new video game coming out in March. I'm sorry, in May. What do I got the release date here? Like it really matters. Uh, but in May, there's a new video game, Suicide Squad, Kill oh. the Justice League. Oh, I didn't hear about it. Voiced by Kevin Conroy. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. Final yeah. project, maybe. Yeah. 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 So how great is that to get? I mean, as we talked, you know, on the sideshow, um, you know him best from those games, you know, and playing that games is those games specifically as much as I did having that voice in your head. And when you would think about solving this puzzle, that puzzle, solving it in that voice, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like t- truly the inner monologue was that uh, the undisputed voice of Batman. So we get a little gift coming out in uh, in May 
you know, a, a short seven months after his passing. Um, yeah, one more. Cool. It's like so is it like uh, what's the format of it? So if it's like, is is it like one of those? Is it? It's not like the Dark Knight or Arkham Asylum kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, no. It, 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 it's what 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 do you call those like top rated games, Joe? Like those like those, a triple A game. Yeah, it's a it's a triple A game, all platforms. Um, okay. No, so, but I was wondering if it's like the if it's if it's going to be one of those things it's where genre, yeah. it's like a big war thing. It's like you know you know like many characters versus many characters game versus like. Like Arkham Asylum is like a kind of a bad. Oh no, yeah, yeah, game, no, right? it, it is. It, I mean, is it, it a story? It, yeah, is it a story-driven game where you're actually like you, you can play as different characters? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not. Oh, what did what did they do? The Justice League. Uh, what was the? Uh, they did two versions of it a few years ago. That was kind of basically In, Mortal Kombat. Oh, like Injustice. Injustice. Now yeah. this is a story, but it is. It's it's. I don't know how many different people you can play as, but right, on one right. hand, yeah. on one hand, you got the Suicide Squad, which is you know five to six people. Yeah. And uh, and again, to kill the Justice League, Suicide Squad, to kill yeah. the Justice League. So you're talking, you know, the main five six people in the Justice League. So he's. It's not the end all be all where like he's the whole voice. He's ninety percent of the dialogue is him. Uh, right, right, but it, right, right. But it is. It's still great. It's like, again, it's like getting that Norm McDonald special, you know, right. a year after he passes. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. That was good. So, so it's, a, it's kind of a nice yeah. little, what, what, you know, it's like what, Tupac what, dropping his fourth album posthumously. You know? uh, yeah. Like it just keeps yeah. on yeah. giving more albums released, you know, after his passing, <laughs> you know, you know, than before. Um, so that's like know, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Seriously. The guy. Prince. I know, I know, I know. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm waiting for the Prince estate to just, you know, buckle and like release all the crap from the all vault. that stuff. Yeah, right. All the stuff. Yeah, exactly. They, they're let it be, like, because you know he, it's something was filmed during. Yeah, we will, we will get that about yeah. when they when, when some money goes. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, oh, like their get back is what you think. Right, right. They get back because I remember it's like for years, Biff and I are friends with a guy who worked on a lot of Guns N' Roses album, and they. Like Axel Rose is the band. He owns everything, has more money than God. You were never going to see Guns N' Roses songs licensing commercials. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, that money that never runs out, <laughs> like the Eagles, like, you know, hell froze over. Uh, yeah, right. Did you got any video game stuff? Uh, anything happen on your horizon, Joe? Anything this week? Anything coming up? Uh, let's see, video game wise. We got Christmas. What? 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 Well, oh, I'm, I'm playing uh, Atari 50th anniversary for the Switch. That's a fun little uh blast through the past because oh, you so know, it's like all the retro games. Yeah, so it's a it's a compilation, but it's actually not like um, it's not like a typical compilation video game where they have like a menu. You can go through like a menu and just mm -hmm. pick out all old video games, like old Atari arcade games, right. or 2600 games and, and like all the way up to like the mid 90s when they started to where they basically went out of business um they have it they have it they have the whole history of atari spread out like on a timeline oh. and you go in like through like the birth of the pong console and then like moving on to them becoming an arcade company that's awesome and and there's like video interviews from you know guys like telling like real like dirty ish you know behind the scenes things about like the culture of developing games in the heyday of the Atari mm. uh, company. And it, it goes through the entire history and like there's little tidbits, one of which made me laugh out loud a lot because 
notoriously like those developers, those game designers were not given credit and were not paid a lot. Right, right. And Atari was reaping in millions, especially when this 2600 was hot, like in the early, you know, 80s. So I think one year a game was made by one guy in particular, you know, he was like the lead on the project or the lead designer. And he was paid like $20,000 a year in salary, but the game itself pulled in like, I don't know, uh, let's say $11 million um, for his Christmas bonus. He he got, and they scanned this, and it's in the video game that I was playing, a certificate good for one free turkey in recognition Holy of his- Holy cow. In, in recognition of his hard work for the year of 1981 or 1982. Wow. And it's just like, and that's when like, yeah, that, and it's like, this is what led this person to quit, you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's just, and, and they show the certificate, like it's like legitimate, like, and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that they actually s- oh saved God. it and scanned it. And oh, it was 100%. like, yeah. And then like, they have like all these cool, like design documents. Like they would like, I guess, go to some and, of these And you know what's sad about it is like, it's like you said, 1980, right? Like 81, I mean, 82. Yeah. 81. I mean, that's even before they even had like organic turkey. Yeah. So it was- <laughs> This was like, yeah, butterball. It must have been just like you're one of the mill supermarket turkeys. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Maybe if it was a honey baked, you know, or something. It was a jive turkey, is what I'm saying. Jenny O. You know what? That might be one of the worst things Japan's ever done. What? That is, by the way, American company, you dope. I thought you said Atari. Yeah, American company. Atari wasn't Japanese. What? You know what? Atari is a Japanese word, it's from the game Go. And Atari is like, dude, a, seriously, a, I, I, the and, guy yeah. the, to have the presence of mind to keep that because it there wasn't a scanner in the office. You know, he could have just uh, take a picture of that By the way, on his phone. Fun fact. Right. If you do, if you do get a turkey in Japan, it's probably freaking expensive because nobody eats that shit in Japan. <laughs> it's hard to get. That's like so my funny. American friends always complain that they can't get turkeys for Thanksgiving. It's like, why are you th- celebrating Thanksgiving in Japan? You're in Japan. Go get a Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's <laughs> like a good person does. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's that's a lot of fun, Joe. That's that's how how far through are you? Get a hundred percent this? I hundred percent of the history. Yeah, and I, you and did. You know, yes, I mean that's you basically you breeze through it. But I mean it's yeah. it's like a good four hours if you're slowing down and like taking everything in and you get to you mean it's a great four hours yes and you, <laughs> and you get to like as you go along you get to play the arcade game and it's very well done it's like it's 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 a masterpiece and all video game retrospectives going forward should mimic this style you downloaded it you didn't get like a, a no little i got car- the, I you got did the how, how about the bar the booklet I'm, I'm guessing There's it was no a booklet. fun. No, not the. Oh, no, they don't get. They don't. They don't do booklets much anymore. Well, that's a bummer. It's all. Uh, it's all. It's all. Uh, uh, what, it's all ball bearings these days. Bearings. You, you, you gotta. You gotta. Oh, ball bearings. You gotta get the lip <laughs> stuck up there. Um. Anyways, we did, wait. Did we? We didn't. We kill Cherry Chase next week. No, hey. don't spoil anything for the good uh, listeners. Don't spoil it. So, so, uh, we're breezing sports really quick. The first two things. Best team in basketball, Celtics. Best team in hockey, the Bruins. You know, Devils are great, but the Bruins are still killing it. Uh, looks at notes. No Cups won in December in the history of the NHL. But Biff and I the, went the back. The problem and- with hockey is not so much that as much as the the so-called President's Trophy winner rarely wins the Stanley Cup. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those outlier yeah. things. It's like, I cannot yeah. tell you. 
How many times the Bruins in the 80s won the President's yeah. Trophy? Uh, oh, Stanley's being wasted. <laughs> right. I the remember last one those... might be something like the 2015 Blackhawks might be the last team. You know, they, they, they've they hosted yeah. a few President's Trophies, a few Prince of Wales Trophies. Not a lot of Lord Stanley's. Yeah. Um, but Biff yeah. and I went back and forth on, on the Twitterverse the other day. We have a little bit of a disagreement. I think... And I, and I understand, you, you know, Biff's reasoning. I understand everybody's reasoning. I also think one of the reasons soccer slash football. football has never really turned the corner it probably could have should have in this country is the fact that so many of the most important games played in soccer come down to a gimmick. Come down. You, I don't you, think that's why it hasn't hit. I think I, the problem with soccer is that there's not enough scoring. That's true. That that's probably you have to re, it's the same problem that hockey has had, where you you know you, there's nothing that you know, unless you actually understand and enjoy the sport, there's nothing that captivates you into watching you know however minutes of that when there's so little scoring, right? Whereas basketball was easy to get that. I don't know if you remember basketball used to have no viewership. Like NBA championships used to be like shown you know tape delayed. In the seventies, and right. then they introduced black people, and then <laughs> well, <laughs> suddenly but, you know, the then, game you know, got when better. You have, when you have such a dynamic sport with a lot of scoring, because I think there's a some you know stupidness about basketball, where yeah, why do you why do you need to even watch the first three quarters? Just watch the fourth quarters. That's when the game is decided, right? One hundred percent. But but with right. soccer, my my whole thing is like, look, at, at first in the NHL when they. You know, they used to do ties and then they did the five minute overtime and then they add the shootout. I'll be honest, it, it grew on me. It took a little bit, but I understand you're playing an 82 game schedule. Sometimes you're playing yeah. four times a week with travel. Right. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't. Well, there's a difference, right? Because it's, we're talking about elimination, you know. Right. But right. World Cup is elimination. It's like the playoffs, right? I mean, so, yeah. look, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to play, yeah. um, I'm going to play devil's advocate, or as I like to call it, yeah. I'm going to be Biff. Uh, so, Biff. Would you like the Would you like the NBA title to come down to a three point shooting? I think contest? that's. I think okay. So I think that's not that is not the essence of the argument here. You're. you're it's not. That's not the. I agree that the shootout is a dumb way to uh, settle a game, but I'm saying that playing until somebody gets a goal is even dumber. So some of the greatest moments in NHL history, second triple overtime. Once again, playoffs. two different sports. Two right. different sports. So so then then but but just 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 humor me. Humor me. Humor me. But I, I'll tell I you do. what. I'll tell you what. I'll okay. tell you what. What if those NHL overtimes were played so that the none of the players can come off until there's a stoppage in play? Or uh, how about this? I'll, I'll, I'll I posit this. What if the basketball court were the size of a yeah. soccer field? Yeah. <laughs> no, but but still, <laughs> the look, of honestly, the yes, yes. You 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 know. The problem I, is, is that the format of the game is completely different, right? It's you can't. Ha it's one thing in hockey where you have, you know, like whatever, you know, seventeen skaters, right, or whatever the number is these days. It's actually nine plus six for fifteen, whatever, right? Seven eleven, so eighteen skaters, right? They can rotate as they get tired, right? And so they're not on the whole time. In soccer, you don't have free substitutions. So everybody has to stay on for the entire time, short of essentially specified substitution times. And they don't carry rosters of 50 people, right? That's not how that sport works. That's why fundamentally it's structured differently. You can't play that forever because everybody's playing there forever. It's not like baseball where, hey, what you're doing is standing around and then half the time you're sitting on the bench waiting for your turn to hit. 
Right? And you're also at the whim of the uh, referee if it's at a tie at the end of the game, and then you're like, is is this uh, extra time? And when do yeah. we stop yeah. with the game? But but like, yeah. I, look, I, I I understand your point, but I do think I have a little credence when I say, like, if the if the Stanley Cup after two overtimes, they're like, okay. We, we, you know, for, for TV time, we got to move on. We're going to do it a shootout. Or if the NFL decides the Super Bowl on a punt pass kick, this, this is once every four years. And, and like I said, again, because they're so low scoring, the percentage you, you take the last, let's say the final four of the last 10 world cups more than half of them have come down to shootouts. And that's yeah. why it's like you play this game this way for 90 minutes, 100 minutes, 105 minutes. Yeah. And then you're going to decide. Now, like if you told me, it's like, okay, you know, we're going to let them make one extra substitution per every 15 minutes. You get to sub somebody out. You can look hockey and people say, oh, that's not how the game's played. They've changed the rules in hockey over the years. They've changed the rules in basketball. There wasn't a three-point shot in basketball. You know, the 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 field goal, the yeah. field post. So once again, once again, you're actually, we're not disagreeing on the fact that the shootout is a dumb way to end the, end the, end, end the game. I am 100% in agreement that that is a dumb way to end the game. But all I'm saying is that having them play forever until somebody scores is even dumber. And by the way, it, it, even if they score, it's still like, okay, you know, are we going to let the other team try to tie the game again? Yes, which happened last week. Oh, it happened. So in, 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 the, in the semifinals, Brazil, who was pretty much the last big dog standing, you know, there, there's been a lot of upsets and a lot of, there have been a lot of upsets, yeah. a lot of fluky things, but Brazil, yeah. after Germany was out, is, hey, can we just go right to the finals? Can right. we, can, can we set the cruise but, control? And like you're but, saying, well, Joe, they're eliminated anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, Biff. So like to Joe's point, you play 90 minutes, you play two 45 minute halves. Wait a minute. The ref just said there's three minutes of extra time up. Oh, the ref said there's nine minutes of ex- and only the ref decides that the ref decides. And then the funny thing, it's not nine minutes. It's nine minutes. But it, the clock will say, you know, nine, nine plus. But it could be nine in 58 seconds, it could be nine minutes hard. He can blow the whistle at any time they want. They're only at their own discretion. And that would happen to Brazil. So Brazil's up one to one nothing. At, at one nil in extra time. At and 105 minutes, by the way. Which, which means they're 15 minutes into overtime. They right. just played almost, they played three NBA overtimes mm-hmm. or almost a whole NHL overtime. I, I want to interject. So I was visiting my mother uh, when this game was going, when that goal happened, I was visiting her and I heard the goal and all that stuff. And she was actually watching it, and which was on Telemundo. And she doesn't speak Spanish, but she was still watching. The, I don't know. She was she's uh, an older woman. Uh, no, if I have it on the background, I keep it on Telemundo. It is so much more exciting. I'm yes. not being smart mouth. Right. So she's watching yeah. it, and and I see that Brazil, you know, scored the the one uh, goal, and it was 105. And I was like, and I saw at the bottom, I was like, it was in Spanish, and it said final. And I'm like, oh, it must be it's the final like that's the final score. One nothing. And then I went home and then I see that's like, oh, major upset. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? They went a few more minutes. Croatia scores a goal and then they went on shootouts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, completely arbitrary. Like, you know, the ref just said, oh, this guy got hurt. So I gave two minutes for this or this guy yeah. took a dive here. So I yeah. added a minute here and my own head. 
You know, calculator. No, yeah, I yeah. think he was down. But about that, this you know, time. but th- but that's 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 a different dumbness of the sport that they can. That's the phys- fixable portion of the sport, right? They can fix that, right? Oh, they, they could oh, have an a, official scorekeeper that is not on the field. Oh, the game's fixed, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, yeah, and the fix is in. Yeah, pretty uh, much. But but you know, they fixed it for the wrong team because honestly, in this country. After the second goal was scored against Team USA, <laughs> and it's pretty much yeah, they're not going to come back. The ratings plummeted. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, box then, office poison. But then to let Croatia go forward, like Brazil right. is like going to pull in all of the eyeballs. It's going to pull in every eyeball, and I'm not being funny. In the southern hemisphere, like yeah. like like that. Like my, my brother-in-law is from Colombia, and Colombia didn't make it. So he's like, yeah, yeah, Brazil, 100%. Like, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, you, you know, what's sad is Croatia also knocked out Japan, right? And Japan is a small country, but just in general, like Croatia right. used to be like a part of that used to be Yugoslavia. And now, you you know, that got divided up into what, right? Like Croatia and Czech you know, Republic, yeah, right, right? Right. You know, all those different, oh, whatever. Czech is. Republic? Well, no, I'm sorry. And, and Czech I believe... Republic and Cro- uh, Czech, that's, I'm sorry. Croatia, it was Czech Republic, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. And I no, Czechoslovakia. No, Slovakia. Was... Slovakia, no. But it's like Croatia and Bosnia Herzegovina and whatever, right? Like Slovenia and all those right. places is now well, used to be a one former country, communist now bloc country. Yeah. Now yeah. it's ugh. so it's you know that tiny. It's the bit it's like a subdivided country. It's like a baby bell. It's almost as small as uh Qatar. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I, I just pressed mute so I could ask my girlfriend Alexa a question. Yeah, I wanted to confirm because I thought I thought I was right. Uh, Japan lost to Croatia. Uh, That's correct. On a shootout also. On a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, OK, guys, we just got to make sure nobody scores a goal on either side for the next hour and 20 or, you know, you know, like 90, 90 100, you know, with the with the stop. Oh, right. Time, you uh, know, I think I think I think that, five minutes. Final, yeah. yeah. And then we're going to win on a shootout. And And for me. I'll be honest. It's like that. That for me is the thing that has always kind of yeah. soured me. It's like, yeah, I, I mean, again, ninety-five percent of people, Biff, ninety-five percent of people will tell you a zero-zero NHL game sucks. I've been in the building. I've been in the building for a couple zero-zero NHL games that were some of the best games yeah. where both be. goalies. Yeah. Yeah. stood on there yeah. if it's zero zero and there's like 15 shots each side and most of them were from yeah. outside but i've seen zero zero games with plus 40 shots from yeah. each team and and walked out of that building thinking oh i could have watched We're two more periods that. of this you know mm-hmm. um and so that's the whole thing look preliminary rounds fine in yeah, round of 16 but when you're talking the end all be all game yeah. to end games for the next four years comes down to a gimmick it's like yeah basically i agree i agree it's a dumb design dumbly stupidly designed game so we agree agree that it's dumb uh streaming what are you what are you gents watching well i i I saw i you know i saw you note this on the whatever rundown but i watched like you know two minutes of wednesday today and that looks really really good so i think i want to watch that from the start but it 100 percent has Tim Burton's fingerprints all over it and yeah. all the best ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably will eventually take the dive and watch Wednesday uh, or not. No, but yeah, I, not. I, no, no, no. It, it, it does look good, but I have a tendency to be like, I'm like the, uh, the, the old, what's the adage where it's like the, the mule that's 
caught between like equidistant between two bales of hay and starves to death because yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah like that's me i'm like i i think i'll watch uh the price is right yeah yeah i know the price is right i'll watch that um well yeah as for me streaming um I, you know what i have to get into the second season of only murders in the building i still haven't started yet it's been a it's a it's it's been a while it's been a while but I, i'll get there i'll get there I, i'm making my way through uh, I do, you know what? Oh, you know what? I did watch for the first time in my life, uh, the John Candy classic, Uncle Buck. Oh wow! Yeah, it's I been a while since I watched that. I, I I did a two for last night. I did oh. uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and mm. then I did Uncle Buck. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd never seen Uncle Buck, so um, I uh, I enjoyed it. I you know I enjoyed it, but it was like, you know, there's some questionable kind of moments in the movie, but it's not too bad, you know. Um, but yeah, it was very John Hughesy. Um, oh. and and then like yeah, then I started to think, oh yeah, what are the movies have John Candy been in that I haven't seen? And they, quite a few, quite a few. So you're muted, Jock. So I can't hear your awesome commentary. <laughs> when, when when you when you see that list, it's like you know, it's like oh wait a minute, you know, it's, and it goes, and then it's funny. You're like, it's a gem. Oh, Jock, your microphone's on. I can hear I, you. I'm gonna I, I literally. <laughs> And literally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know, I'm out of empty threats. Like, I, I got two kids who just look at me when I'm, if you don't knock that off, what, old man, what the fuck? You don't hit us. You don't hit us. If you take away our electronic devices, you have to engage with us. You got nothing. You're waving around an empty revolver that if you threw it at us would A, bounce off us like Superman. Two, you couldn't hit us if you tried two feet away with your shitty shoulders. So why don't you just? Anyway, but you were saying about John Candy's. Uh, but yeah, no, he, yeah, he does. He has so many things, and there's been over the last couple of years where I've been like rummaging through, and it's like, wait, oh, oh, I'm I gonna forgot, watch this. I, I was thinking like, okay, after John, after Uncle Buck, what else was there? Oh yeah, Home Alone. What's and the then one what with else? The what's the one where he's a private eye? Uh, who's Harry Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? Yeah, when he looks at the when he looks at the letter. That was all cut out from different newspapers. The ransom note is like, well, if we find the typewriter that has this font, we'll find him. <laughs> but then, okay, do do you remember Cool Runnings? Yes, of course. Oh, he was in that. Yeah, he was oh, the main guy. He was oh. the guy. Yeah, I, I never saw the movie. I know that based I know on the a true movie, story. I never saw the movie. Yeah, right. But I, I, but the Jamaican bobsled team, right? Yeah, yeah. But on Apple, yeah. on Apple TV, you know, on your Apple TV, if you just like hold down you know if you say john candy into the into the remote it'll list like yeah. all the movies and i'm Dude, like oh, we yeah. live in the golden age oh yes too we many do. choices yeah too, but then no. i was like oh yeah space balls of course <laughs> we're like we're losing democracy but we're in the golden age of entertainment <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we are distracting ourselves to death yeah, we, yeah look look i mean i mean good news, at least right? we have shit to watch to keep we, us captivated yeah. while the meteor is closing in yeah we got global we are... warming and the, you know the uh, end of democracy but hey we can find all the John Candy movies on Apple Plus. Gentlemen, we are currently contributing to the glut of electronic entertainment distractions right it's, now. This you know, whole you say thing, that, but you know, nothing compared to the super rich and their private jets. So, you know, until they stop, I'm not gonna feel guilty. Right. Uh, um, well, the noise pollution, I think Joe is really hard, you know. That's a different yeah. Um, all right, parenting tip. What what do you gents got? I will say that um I you know, life is hard and you know, kind of converting from the uh, the child that lived in the home to, you know, somebody who's actually, you know, working for a living 
is kind of a hard transition. And so, and sometimes they just kind of want to, you know, they get frustrated with work and they just want to quit. And I think it's okay to, at the same time, you know, empathize with their, their plight as, you know, as a worker, but then make sure you do what you can that they don't just do the irresponsibly abruptly quit and I'm done with this stuff, you know, so what, that's the kind of thing I'm doing right now where I have to, you know, manage uh, my kind of my son's emotions because he is really frustrated at work. But, you know, I say, you know what, don't quit un until you have something else lined up, you know, go through it, you know, go through the proper motions, go get the two weeks notice, you know, go ahead and look for a new job. You know, that's what you do, but don't just drop it and quit and say, yeah, I'm done with this. And, you know, think you just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just kind of, you got to hack at life. Just walk in there with your Walkman and play, take this job and shove it right in your boss's face, mouth the words and leave. What about wait, you? Wait, Jeff? wait, wait, wait. You have to walk in there with a 30 year old electronic de device yes. playing a 50 year old song. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, got I, it. I, I, I see nothing but upside. <laughs> what uh, other, your parent, you a Johnny Paycheck song? Is it Johnny? It is. is Johnny which, which, by the way, <laughs> no, right? no, guys. My buddy produced a show, uh, Mike Judge, Tales from the Tour Bus. I implore you, I implore you emphatically, watch the episode on John, the one on Johnny Paycheck. Long yeah. story short, he, yeah. he Napoleon Complex, like a five two five three guy, always waving guns around, tall. always talking. <laughs> He's a giant in certain parts of the world. <laughs> That's only an inch shorter than me. You're the best. Uh, but but he always walked around telling these stories about like like how like like Chuck Barris was like part of the FBI. He's telling people he's an FBI hitman. Like he's telling his band and he's telling people that and then one day the FBI came and picked him up. <laughs> Because he was a hitman for the Hell's Angels. Like uh, it was dude, it was like you see his story and you're paycheck like paycheck his real last name. You know. <laughs> but the funny thing is he was wanted in so many states he kept having to change his name it's like the guy has one song you johnny know, but... on the run <laughs> the new <laughs> song by johnny on the run but when you watch a couple it's mike judge's tales from the tour bus it was on showtime a few years ago you can find it on the youtubes yeah. but i'm dead serious a couple of those things you're watching these guys and you're like fuck the east west rap battle of the 80s Pillow yeah. fights compared <laughs> to some of those old country fucks. Anyways, Joe, other than making sure your sons really know what three, you know, video game franchises. I don't know what you're talking about. You're making a reference that I don't get. Important in your life. What do you have for a parenting tip? Well, Jacques, I've always said that the, the key to parenting. Joe, you press mute. Joey, we, we can't hear you. Joey, just hold on. Got to turn up the volume. <laughs> well, he is passionate. Whatever he's saying, if he really feels it, he just, just can't hear that he's on me. Oh, oh, I think people need to hear this. Oh, he wouldn't be that emotional unless this is really good stuff. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's palpable, is it not, Biff? Wow. It's so, a good thing it's a, you know, this is a very visual podcast. So we can see his great expressions. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Was there a problem? Because <laughs> yeah, I... you just cut out. We we heard most of it. Okay. We got mo we got all most. right. Yeah, as long as you got the gist, <laughs> you know, 
I just thought I thought I heard the word Jew. I don't know. It just wait. Is it, was it my imagination? I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. I hope I. You know. You know. You might I, have to edit this in that post, uh, Jacques, because we don't know what actually came through. Because I. Uh... Uh, my parenting tip, uh, as I bragged a little bit about it on the Twitters the other day, uh, my kids, uh, a sixth and eighth grade, participated in the holiday show. Oh. Um, my parenting tip is like always when they make a commitment, something as much as they bitch and complain, you're like, no, you're going to see this through to the end. You could quit. Yep. You don't have to do it next year. Yep. You don't have to do it next season. Yeah. But you made this commitment. You will see it through. Yeah. And there was some pushback because it was twice a week, three times a week after school for a couple hours just to do like four songs. Yeah. But the last couple weeks, they started to they they turned a corner on their own. Like they got mm. to the point where they started, and then they did the show. And the six, the six, it's so funny. Like two weeks before the show, the music teacher writes us and like the sixth grader who has trouble focusing for different reasons is like, yeah, I can't get him to dial in today. I bothered him. I sat next to him. He got all four songs in about five minutes. And it's as awesome. Joe, as Joe's son will attest, I can't how many times when Joe's son worked with him on piano would tell me it's like, if he just practiced a little, he's right there. Like there's so many times, you know, there's some lessons where he's just not doing anything and goofing around and hard to manage. Yep. And then he would find a song he liked. And then, you know, Joe's kid would work with him and if, if he was dialed in the next week's lesson, he'd be like, holy crap, this is not an easy song. He When he nailed Megalovania, you know, which is a a song from this game, Undertales. And even, even Joe's kid was like, holy crap. And then and there was a couple of times he's like, Chuck, you just <laughs> got him to work. <laughs> once or twice a week, he can really do this. Yeah. And so his music teacher's like, it's a broken record. Everybody tells me that. So he finally does it. And then the day before the night before he he comes home and goes hey some kids are doing solos between the songs can you tell the teacher i want to do one and play it? you know and i'm like dude like they have this in the program and now you want to go from like there'll be two or three times over the last few weeks where i'm down in the office and the ring like the door the um you know we have one of those ring alarm ring things right, so right, right, right. I, I can yeah. hear i i hear it going off and i can look at my phone in real time it's like motherfucker why is he getting off the bus? Like, why is he here? And a couple of times I've been like, as he's coming in the door, I have the keys in my hand. I'm like, we're going back to school. You're, you're, going, you're going to do this. <laughs> it went from that kind of a slog. Yeah. So then, like I said, the night before, he's like, can I do a solo? And I'm like, I'll, I'll text him. And my other one, he was in the eighth grade. He hums and haws. He hates everything. And just a couple of weeks ago, he started to turn a corner and I'd be like upstairs getting dinner ready. And I'm like, oh, is he is he playing drums like like on his, <laughs> on his own, decided to go you know, downstairs. Right. Oh, so you have it set up. You have it set up permanently. Now? Oh, I, my, my, my drums have been set up for a few years. How long was your? Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, I guess it's just because uh, the, yeah. 
basement wasn't so accessible for a while. So no, yeah. no, no. Okay. Like, like for years, so it's like not the like ever since you know management's mom passed away. We have three right. extra rooms, and and my drums right, have right. always been so. And I play 15, 20 minutes probably every other yeah. day. I play for 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes I, I'm feeling it, and I play a little more. It's funny, Biff. Uh, my oldest one for about a week, week and a half, kept asking me if I know a saw. And he was saying it wrong, so I didn't place it. And then he was saying it just, this is just like about a week ago. And I said, do you mean Inter Sandman? He goes, goes, oh, you know that song? I'm like, I'm over 40. (laughs) Everybody. There are people in the Appalachian Mountains who've never seen electricity who know Inter Sandman. He goes, he goes, do you think you can play it on drums? I'm like, well, that's a really good drummer, but let me go. Let's go downstairs. <laughs> well, no, no, he is. He's not. He's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But he's kidding. good. But of all the songs he could have picked, it's like, dude, that's the most two four song they have. Yeah, yeah. So I put the headphones on and I listen for about 30 seconds and then I'm playing it. And I'm about a minute, minute and a half in. And I realize he took two steps back and he's now videotaping. Mm. And he's like, I got to show my friends that you can play that because he had been talking about it. It's the first time ever. He's like, you know, the little guy had that thing. We, Renetsky was in town and we were working out right. with the little guy. This is the summer, like two summers ago when he got in, really got into karate kid and got it. And, and, and then he's like, Oh, right. My dad really does, you know, really is yeah. proficient in MMA. And that was, and that was a moment that kind of changed for him. And this is the first time that, you know, my, my eighth grader. And I'm like, dude, I'm dead serious. Put on the headphones, just, just 10, 15 minutes a day. You will have, you won't have the fills. You, you won't hit the bridge, but you're going to get the crux of the two parts. You'll get the chorus and the verse. And so what was really, was that, was that, that moment of that, that we have that I've been in an audience with Joe when, when his kid had one of these performances, Um, you know, so the first song, He's playing drums. The second and third song, he goes over and he's playing guitar. And then for the fourth song, he goes back and plays drums, you know, the whole time his brother. And it's like in and, and my parenting tip is like, yeah, just make them see commitments through, you know, even if you have to take them by the arm when they get off the bus and they're not supposed to stop your day and drive them back to school and say, yeah. I'm standing outside this door. You don't have to do this next season. You don't have to sign up and do it again, but you make your commitment, you see it through. And then, you know, to, to be center stage and to get it. And I did, I got one picture where one of them is playing keyboards and the other's the drum behind him. And, and they see me, yeah. they look up and, you know, the eighth grader is wearing my John Belushi college shirt and he's holding the two drumsticks, like making it look like right. he's giving yeah. me the finger yeah. and I'm looking yeah. at them Classic. thinking, thinking, all right. Of all the bullshit it took to get here, <laughs> of, of all the negotiation, of all the empty threats, of all, like I said, the, you know, hearing him come up the driveway and meeting him at the front door and driving him back, uh, worth it. it. Not for me, not not for, yeah. you know, I didn't I didn't stick around and take bows. Look at me for being a great dad because my kids did this. We thank the music teacher. Yeah. And then I went out and waited in the car for him to. You know, high five his buddies and stuff like that. That's his yeah. moment. Like when people are like, oh my God, That's you work so hard. It's like, uh, I drove 
two miles to the school. I fucked around on my phone and then I drove two miles home. Like I'm an unpaid Uber driver. I had nothing to do with this, but you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good happy, for them. you know, but good for them. Right. But my, that's my good parenting tip. No matter how much it fucking hurts, make them see commitments through for, for a lot of reasons, you know, uh, mostly I just need the time in the afternoon. I need those extra two fucking hours, you know, this, you know, you know cause each and every day, the good people at point up find a way to yep. convince more middle-aged women to do unthinkable things that their bodies shouldn't be flexible enough to do i'm done yep i want to hear more about these this porn hub you speak of it's very <laughs> interesting oh see he's pretending to be muted but really if i say you know something untoward he'll get really ornery i bet i, I bet i can make Jacques flip out and uh, i could say that you know that batman v superman was the biggest piece of shit movie to ever ever grace the so-called grace the silver screen and you know what batman is kind of a shitty character altogether you know if i were if i were a real prick i would say that like superman is completely overrated oh my god talk about a broken character you know like just no no depth no like no soul really the um... <laughs> Shock's miming uh, stuff on uh, on a. It's a uh, he put me on the list. Oh no, I'm on the list. Oh, the, the, the probably the list of truth. The truth list. The list of truth tellers is me. So sorry that I have to you know spill the beans and 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 and, and yeah. expose the um the the awful uh, the awful truth. To yeah, <laughs> oh, see these are things happening behind the scenes that you guys can't see. You know, these are all things that they just these two guys have already left the room. I'm I'm actually like imagining that they're still here. Um, maybe this podcast didn't even actually happen. Maybe this was all a figment of my imagination. If I if I wish real hard or if I scream real loud, maybe I'll wake up from this nightmare and this whole podcast will be over. Maybe this was all a big. Dallas Patrick Duffy dream, you know, I, I think so. Uh, don't you, don't you think so audience that isn't really there or are you, you're not there. Please prove that you're there. I dare you to reply to one carnival podcast tweet. Just one, just l hit a like. If you go to Twitter and hit like, or, you know, is there a Facebook presence for our show? I don't know if there is because I don't have Facebook anymore. But if there is, do something on the Carnival Personnel podcast page. Just say, just go boop. Don't even make a, don't even say a word. Just like, you know, uh, put a, put a, an FU emoji or something or like a shit emoji. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's get hashtag shit emoji trending. And that'll be the universal social media uh, hashtag for this podcast, Carnival Personnel. Um, yeah. So um, I want to thank uh, Imaginary Biff. That wasn't really here. I want to thank imaginary Jacques, who um, I imagined was uh, was talking with me for the past hour and a half. Um, and yeah, I also want to thank uh, DC Comics for putting out two of the shittiest characters ever. Just the worst. You know, I mean, now, you know, now, um, Mr. Fantastic, that 
that is a a real superhero um not batman i mean you know the the wonder twins those are real superheroes yeah <laughs> i'm imagining i'm seeing something very funny right before my eyes right now but it's not really there um oh i know every time i have to wake up from a dream i have to say two words and it's it usually snaps me out of it and those two words are don't forget uh, this is dinosaur dream. 